What can online dating teach us about applying to jobs? Learn how to get more right swipes from employers on this episode of Zoom Out, the Career Center podcast. Not too long ago, I was giving a presentation on the job search, and I made a spur-of-the-moment connection between online dating and the actual job application process. At the time, it felt kind of silly, although I was amused by a number of blushing faces in the crowd. The more I thought about it, the more it made perfect sense, right? From an evaluator's perspective, they're actually almost the same thing. So if you're on one of these dating apps like Tinder or Bumble or something like that, the premise is basically the same, that you're given a set of photos and a bio, and then you swipe right for yes, left for no. You've also got a seemingly endless stream of potential partners, meaning that you're not really going to get hung up on one profile or another. There are a million people right behind them, so why, why get hyper-focused on one? Well, it's kind of the same for a hiring manager. Any job that's worth applying to is going to have a pretty significant number of applicants. So if you provide materials that are sloppy or confusing, they're not going to take the time to figure it out. Chances are they're just going to move on to the dozens, if not hundreds, of other applicants right behind you applying for the same job. Think about it like this, okay? In online dating, you've got your photos and your bio. In the job search, you've got your resume and your cover letter. Those are the parallels. All right, so if you think about it like that, let's take a look at some of the online dating mistakes that I found via Google search, and you'll see how they line up almost perfectly. Mistake number one, your profile is too generic. Well, sure. Chances are there will be way more qualified applicants for a position than there are openings. So how do you stand out? Let's say that there were 20 qualified applicants and they're only going to give three interviews and one offer. Well, you need something that'll set you apart from the rest. That could be an interesting cover letter. That could be the interest section at the bottom of your resume. I'm a huge proponent of that. I think it makes sense because they're not just evaluating future employees. They're also evaluating people who may end up being friends, people that they have to spend significant amounts of time with on a daily basis. They want to like you. It's really easy to get lost in the shuffle if you don't stand out and your materials just look like everybody else's. Number two, you haven't put your best face forward. Well, this kind of touches on the importance of formatting in your cover letter, but particularly in your resume. If it doesn't pass the eye test, chances are I'm not going to even take the time to read it. Right? If you can't make something that's visually pleasing for your resume and the formatting is inconsistent or sloppy, you've got a pretty tough sell in convincing me that you're detail-oriented. Right? In this case, if you know that they're not going to give you too much time before they make that snap judgment, you've got to make sure that it looks good. In the same way that for online dating, you might be the most attractive person on the planet, but number one, everybody's standards are different, Number two, let's say you're as close to objectively gorgeous as you could possibly be, but all of your photos are dimly lit or let's say you're blinking in them or, you know, if they're unflattering photos, well, they're not going to assume that those are just unflattering photos. They're going to assume that that's the best representation of what you look like in real life and swipe as such. Number three, you are negative. Yeah, this is, a, this is an important thing to keep in mind, okay, especially on that cover letter. 
When you're expressing your interest in a position, one of the biggest mistakes you can make is to say that you want to work for such and such company because another company didn't have it or that your previous internship didn't give you something. You always want to stay positive. What is it that you do like? What is it that you are looking for? If you focus on the negative, they will assume that that's a core part of your identity and they may make the assumption that you're going to be a toxic person to have on the team. Number four, you focus only on what you want in a partner. Okay, so kind of along the same lines, but a little different here. Okay, big difference between I want to work for such and such company because you all have what I'm looking for versus I want to work for such and such company because I love the company culture and I feel like I would be a great fit. Okay, one is this company fits what I'm looking for. The other is I fit what the company's looking for. The latter is the one you want to go with because in this case, it's not about you so much as it's about them and what you can bring to them. Here's another one. You post unclear photos of yourself. Think about your resume. If you're using vague descriptors to the point where they can't imagine even remotely what some of these experiences looked like in real life, then those experiences don't provide any value. For example, let's say you had a position working at a school and one of your descriptors was that you led after school programs for children. Great. I have no idea what that means. Is that one program per week for two students? Is that one per month for five students? Is that one program every day, five days a week for 25 students? And how old are those students? Right? You could tweak that descriptor to something along the lines of led two weekly after school programs for up to 20 children aged 9 through 12. Okay, now you're giving them enough information to where they can start to visualize what this actually looked like and thus can imagine what kind of person was leading those programs. You don't have to quantify every descriptor on your resume, but it's hard for them to argue with numbers. So give them something they can work with. Couple other big takeaways here. They're not evaluating you, whether it's job application or actual online dating. They're not evaluating you because they don't know you yet. They're only drawing conclusions based on the materials that you provide for them. So you want to put your best foot forward. Your photos equal your resume. Your bio equals your cover letter. A lot of people will immediately swipe left. That's bad. If there's no bio at all, along those same lines, if cover letter is optional, do it. You should always do it. It shows that you're willing to go above and beyond and not just do the bare minimum. It also shows to them that you actually want this position and it's not just another application that you're putting in because a lot of people look at the quantity over quality approach in applying for jobs with mixed results. Another important thing to keep in mind, when you're on Tinder or you're on Bumble, you don't go from swipe to relationship in the same way that you don't go from applying to a job to hired. There are steps. When you're applying for a job, you're only applying for the interview. That's a very important strategic move. You don't have to cram absolutely every qualification you have into your materials. You're just giving them enough for them to decide that you are worth bringing in for an interview. That's it. In the same way that you don't have to prove you're going to be the perfect partner, there is no perfect partner, there is no perfect employee, Right? You're just trying to get the opportunity to state your case either through chat or on an actual date. 
So whether you're looking for a romantic partner or a job, we wish you happy hunting. Thank you very much for tuning in. Bye-bye. If you like what you heard, check out our website at studentaffairs.duke.edu career for more content and helpful resources. Also, don't forget to follow the Duke Career Center on social media at Duke Careers. For appointments with a counselor or to apply to jobs or check out career events that are happening on campus and beyond, visit Career Connections at careerconnections.duke.edu. Thanks a lot for listening.